Hello and welcome to another episode of Que Pasa Hialeah. My name is Dr. Tony Cruz and I am the campus president here at the Hialeah campus of Miami Dade College. And today we have a special guest, Jenny Lee Molina. She's an entrepreneur and she's also co-founder of the Leah Arts District and also founder of 305 Day. So we're really excited to have her to here today. And more exciting than anything, she's a native of our very own Hialeah. Welcome, Jenny Lee. Thank you so much for having me, Dr. Cruz. You know, I am a product of Miami-Dade College, and of course I love Hialeah, born and raised there. So I'm very excited to talk to you today and to say hi to all of the Miami-Dade Hialeah students. Great, thank you so much. Um, so the first question is, and I just said, you know, I guess I started off by saying you were native of Hialeah. So tell us a little bit about your background, um, you know, where you grew up, maybe where you went to high school, you know, a little bit more about yourself so we, we can know a little bit more about you. Awesome. So I grew up in West Hialeah. Both my parents um, lived there when I was born. And so I grew up there all my life. I went to Palm Lakes Elementary. I went to Miami Lakes Middle. And then for high school, I actually went to Gables High. Um, for the IB program for a short while and then came back to Hialeah Miami Lakes where I graduated. So um, highly all my life. Um, and when I went to college, I went to Miami Dade North Campus. Um, mm -hmm. At the time, Hialeah Campus wasn't as big and it's so nice to see how big it's, it's gotten because it definitely was a lot closer. Um, sure. I used to go to Miami Dade North and Wolfson Campus, which was uh, over by, by where I used to work when I used to work and go to school. Um, so yeah, born and raised in Hialeah, lived there all my life. Uh, my parents are Cuban, so that makes me Cuban-American, of course. Right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, now I don't live in Hialeah anymore, but you know, I always represent Hialeah. It's, it's definitely my hometown. Definitely, and we do appreciate that and everything that you do. Um, so tell us a little about uh, how you became an entrepreneur and what made you uh, start your own marketing and public relations firm. So it's a funny story because I started with the intention of going to school for communications to be a broadcast journalist. Mm -hmm. And in that process, I was also interning at the Miami Laker, um, which is a local newspaper that many people in Miami Lakes received. Some people in West Hialeah would also receive it. And so when I was interning there, mm -hmm. I was really interested in all the press releases that we would get. Um, that were being sent to the newspaper for people to write about whatever it was they were pitching. And so sure. I found that to be a whole nother side of public relations and journalism um, that I didn't even know existed. And so I went into communications for writing, which I love, but then really fell into the whole, you know, um, public relations side of things, the press release writing, the pitching. Um, and and I, I worked at a great PR agency that was really my I would consider one of my biggest schools working at Burson Marsteller. And while I was working there, um, I started taking on freelance projects. And so mm -hmm. I think that's what happens with a lot of entrepreneurs is that they have their full-time job, which feels very safe, but then you start doing sure. other things aside and that starts to become more and more um, of your time. So that's kind of how it started for me. I was working at an agency, taking mm -hmm. on freelance clients, and then it just happened to be that I had so many freelance projects that I had to make a choice. So when my son was born, I decided not to go back to work. Okay. Decided to just kind of continue on the path of, you know, working for myself. And now, you know, I have a small boutique PR and marketing agency, but that's really how, how it started. It was really not something that um, I had set out to do, but it just kind of worked out that way um, little by little. That's awesome. 
And and what what do you think is the best part about being your own boss, about having your own business? You know, I know it sounds very luxurious, right? Everyone mm-hmm. uh, thinks that when you're your own boss, you have so much time. But um, the challenge is managing your time, being self-sufficient, because, um, you know, sometimes you end up working all around the clock if you spread right. yourself or um, you tend to procrastinate, um, you know, sometimes because you have that flexibility. So you have to be very organized with your time, be really good with project management, and really not be afraid of working hard because uh, it does take a lot of hard work. Um, sure. you know, it, it, it's, it's, it looks easy for some, um, but, but it's a lot of hard work. You know, it, it's, it's not, it hasn't been overnight, and that's definitely for sure. Well, it's good to, to know because I think that... Uh, our audience wants to, a lot of uh, individuals, whether they're students or people in the community, really uh, are looking forward to maybe having their own business one day. And uh, like you said, and the, the conversations I've had with other entrepreneurs, it definitely is a lot of hard work, but it seems to be rewarding at the same time. It's definitely rewarding. And one thing that I really appreciate about the work that I do is I get to pick and choose the projects that I work on. Right. Uh, or so then if I were working at an agency where you're kind of assigned clients and projects and whatnot. So I've really been able to work on things that I'm really excited and passionate about. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really why um, a lot of the things that I've worked on have, have taken off the way they have because they've come from a, a place of, of heart and passion and of course, hard work. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's very exciting stuff. Um, so tell us a little bit about the creation of the Leah arts district. I know that's something that, and, and we had talked be- a little bit before about how I've been away from, uh, you know, uh, South Florida for, for a few years and came back and, wow, look at this. You know, what's going on here in Hialeah? Some really exciting stuff with the Leah Arts District. So uh, I know you're a co- co-founder of the Leah Arts District. So tell me a bit about how that came about, what your involvement is, and then what's the future look like as we look past the pandemic? You know, what what's the future like for the Leah Arts District? Well, welcome back. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and what a great way to come back, right? Serving Miami-Dade College and, and the students of Hialeah campus. So, um, you know, the Leah Arts District is really exciting because it evolved from an idea of putting murals on walls and really beautifying the area mm-hmm. to being uh, a business, a small business engine and, and really a new anchor in the community of Hialeah for people to hang out and have fun. And, and of course, the events that we've been doing, the cultural programming, um, that has been free for families um, sure. for five years that we've been we've been doing these events. Um, so initially, I was doing the uh, Heineken mural project in Miami, Atlanta, and DC. And this was a project that was beautifying different communities mm-hmm. and putting together artists and walls and businesses. Um, and it was all sponsored by by Heineken. So this was a, a client project, right? But mm-hmm. that inspired the idea of well. If we're doing this in other cities, why not hire Leah? Why can't we do something similar? And, you know, how do we get artists paid? And that really just got my wheels spinning. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, Councilman Paul Hernandez was looking to zone an area in Hialeah for artists to live and work. Now, one of my first freelance clients was an art gallery in Wynwood, and he was priced out after spending so much money on beautifying his warehouse and turning mm-hmm. it into a beautiful art gallery. He was priced out, ended up having to, to leave. And that really um, got me thinking, like, what area can we foster for it to be for locals and by locals and for it to feel like a homegrown by locals place? And all of this was happening all at the same time. And so I started working with pa- Paul Councilman, um, Councilman Paul Hernandez. And yeah. 
we we met for 22 Thursdays back to back. Wow. Uh, every Thursday at 7 p.m. Um, and we would, you know, plan which artists we would want to engage for the project. You know mm -hmm. what we would see there. Um, a lot of our initial meetings were actually at Cush Winwood because I used to work in that area. And mm -hmm. now to see Stevens Deli by Cush Hospitality um, being preserved and, and now as Cush Hialeah um, is just so full circle. So um, we worked really hard on, on really putting together our resources. Um, for On my side, it was more the event planning and helping get um, funding from, you know, private sponsors. So sure. um, we've had a murals uh, sponsored by Sprint and Pepsi, uh, Jameson. But what I love about that is that a lot of those brand managers and marketing people from those brands, they actually lived or have a connection to Hialeah and we're excited about it. So it really was like this community effort to beautify the walls and to bring events to the community. Um, and, and the future, you know, now we have Stevens Deli, which is great. There's uh, a lot of programming and events there. Yeah. Um, there's also uh, Unbranded Brewing um, mm -hmm. that's out of fun programming and you know that warehouse sat empty for seven years it just sat wow. there so you know when people are like oh you know are you gentrifying Hialeah or, you know I yeah. know that's a buzzword now but really it's beautifying an area that really needed it you know and sure. reinvigorating it because that warehouse that used to be a warehouse for Winn-Dixie for years that sat empty after they moved you know it, it, it's new life and it's a new meeting place and it's work for the, the community and and a place for people to 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 create memories. So, um, you know, the future looks bright. I, I think we're going to keep, of course, doing the the block parties and the events as soon as it's safe to do so. Sure. Uh, you know, we want to do poetry slams. Uh, Paul has had the idea of doing comedy nights for a long time and doing movie nights. So, mm -hmm. you know, Paul's also very creative, which is really fun to collaborate with him on all of these ideas and brainstorm. So, um, you know, we're we're excited and we're going to definitely keep doing more things. We want to. Um, definitely see artist studios and and more um, creative, um, you know, arts in in Hialeah. So, you know, we're, we're excited, but this is just the beginning. I have a feeling. <laughs> oh, I'm sure there'll be more to come. And and you know, I want to thank you and and Councilman Hernandez for for bringing this to the area because I think that it's really revitalized that area of Hialeah, and and I think it just brings another element of of great artistic uh, expression. For those artists but as well as for the the public to be exposed to that art as well which is i think is a, is a really important part um of any society so uh, yeah. I, I i do thank you for that um so it sounds like a lot of good things happening they're going to continue yeah. happening on that front um so tell us a little about the evolution of 305 day and again when i left uh, miami uh several years ago there i don't think that existed uh, or at least that i wasn't aware of it uh, but I really have enjoyed the last couple of years that I've been here and, and with the 305 day. And I think it's 305 also cafecito, right, that you had yeah. mentioned. So tell us a little about the evolution of those two uh, projects or initiatives and um, and where are those going? Awesome. Well, um, thank you. Um, 305 day, you know, again, it's one of those ideas that just came to me. Uh, I think it might have been like February 23rd and I looked at the calendar. And by then we were already doing 305 Cafecito, so I should rewind a little bit. So 305 Cafecito is Miami's official coffee break time at appropriately 3.05 p.m. Very good time of day when you're falling asleep from lunch. <laughs> yeah, you get that 2.30 slump yeah. and you, you yeah. know, a little bit of a, a jolt for the rest of the day. So, um, you know, 
you have tea time and you have, but you know, you don't have a cafecito time. And so it happened to be 3.05 p.m. And I was literally getting my cafecito at the Ventanita. And I looked at the time and it was 3.05 and that was it. You know, I was like, oh, 3.05. Like, so I, I took a picture of my ca cafecito. I tweeted it out with hashtag 305 cafecito. And, you know, it became, it started to become a thing amongst my friends, amongst, you know, the people sure. that page at the time. Yeah. And so we opened a Twitter page, a Facebook page, and, and the rest is history. And so a year later, when I received the proclamation from, from the mayor, um, you know, we had decided to do an event, you know, like an annual event. And it happened to be February 23rd. And I'm like, let's do it 305, March 5th. And mm -hmm. you know, it just, it's one of those things that just kind of took off. And it's been so exciting to see how it came. It, it started as a little Ventanita event. And now it's mm -hmm. like this full-blown block party eight years later. Um, and it's become a thing. And I'm just yeah. so grateful that so many people have embraced it. Um, something that's really exciting that I announced recently is that Pitbull is now a, a partner in 305 Day. Oh, wow. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Um, so that's really exciting. And, you know, we really want this to grow into a fun annual small business engine where we're collaborating with different small businesses to provide specials and offers on 305 Day. But then we also want to have the signature block party. Mm -hmm. uh, and something that I really um, am interested in doing, too, is a scholarship program. Um, to tie that into um, 305 Day and also, of course, our annual volunteer initiative. So aside from celebrating all things Miami, you know, we want people to also look at that as a day when you can give back to Miami mm -hmm. and sign up for volunteer, um, you know, opportunities. So volunteermiami.org, which is run by uh, uh, United Way, is uh, a great way for people to get involved in the community. And so we push a lot of people to volunteer on 305 day. And so if you look at our social media, that's a, a, a big push. And then of course, um, you know, sponsor, not sponsor, sorry, <laughs> support the small businesses who of course they need their, um, the support. So that's yeah. what 305 day is all about. And, and it's evolved from a cafecito and a ventanita event to, to this block party. And, and I, I hope it continues to grow and it's around for many, many, many years. Uh, I think 305 Day it has become like a, a viral Miami holiday now. So sure. I'm not going anywhere. So I, you know, it's just one more thing that's only in Miami, like one of our Miami quirks. And that's really what unites us all is that 305 pride. So it doesn't matter sure. where you're. We all share this community. So what better way to celebrate it than on on March 5th, right? 305. <laughs> Definitely, and um, I enjoy it. And I think and, you know, obviously, social media helps perpetuate it and uh and you know i think that is something that brings a lot of uh enthusiasm to the community on that day and continues to do that and so jane lee i want to thank you for everything that you're doing in our community to make it a better place a more exciting place for all of us uh thank you for uh, being an entrepreneur and a role model for our students as a former uh miami Dade college student and alumnus of the of the uh of the institution so thank you for being with me today. And I want to thank all of you for joining us today on this episode of Que Pasa Jailia. I look forward to seeing you next time. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Bye. Cruz. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye.